today on Italian radio show, live interview with the one and only Joe Bonamassa, while eating Easter cake, Colomba di Pasqua, and drinking miracle water from Italy. All of this and more coming right up on West Coast Italian radio. This is West Coast Italian radio. You are hearing the Italian radio show. It's a beautiful, beautiful day here in the Northwest. We're all sequestered. The sun's shining down where you live, Marzia. Oh, yes, it's beautiful. No complaining. The sun is shining here where I'm living through, and it's absolutely gorgeous. We're usually, growing. usually always raining this time I of know, year. It's I like, know. Uh, you know what? You're going to stay home? Let me give you the sun so you can suffer a little longer. <laughs> well, we are broadcasting to you live on 1150 KKNW in the greater Seattle area here. That's 1150 AM KKNW. Or if you need to, uh, Get us online because maybe you're out of our initial broadcast range. You can get this show both live streamed to you right now or, or any of our past shows by going to our website, WCIR.biz. That's the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. Click on the little link there and uh, you can hear our show streamed. You can hear any of the past shows and today's show will go up immediately after into the archives here if you want to listen to this show throughout the week or share it with your friends. And I am Tony Lestella, your host here yeah. <laughs> in the uh, beautiful uh, area of Edmonds, Washington with the lovely, the gorgeous Marcia Caputo down yeah, in Washington, right? In the south, yes. So Between the two of us, we got the whole area here, I think, you know, pretty much, you know. We do, we do. We uh, can see how is the weather, both sides. <laughs> that's right, that's right. All right, so now let's get right into it. One thing I will add is that if you are listening to us live and you'd like to call in today to be a part of this show, you can call our studio number at 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. And uh, Eric, our engineer, who's a great guy down there, he'll patch it through to us. And uh, all right, away we go. Now we're going to do... Italian news, un pezzo di Italia in the Northwest. Italian news where often the facts are stranger than the fiction. And I'm going to let my dear co-host here, Miss Caputo, take uh, the first story. Go ahead. So this one was independent April 3rd, 2020. So this is about coronavirus priest fine for walking straight with his cross. All right, so let me let me translate. Oh. Let me translate her oh. Italian for you oh, people who are listening. That's a coronavirus priest. priest. Priest, like you know, the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, Catholic priest. Yesterday yeah. was Easter Sunday. She keeps talking like this. She's going to have to go to confession. A priest. All right. Oh no, that's it. I'm far away from confession. Uh, shut off the phone, please, Tony. <laughs> Try right. to concentrate over here. So an Italian priest has been fined for walking around his local town carrying a crucifix during the lockdown, okay? So the police penalize him for doing a procession on his own around the street. And what happened here is Rocca Imperiale is in southern of Italy. So according to local media, he was fined 400 euro. Uh, 400 euro is like $437, okay, a ticket for um, breaking the rules of the lockdown. So the mayor of the south, uh, southwest region of Calabria has stressed religious procession were banned under restriction. Of course, they remove everything, mass, you can enter church, you can do anything, okay? So that's what is the law right now in Italy. 
uh, people in Italy have been ordered to stay home, except only for essential reasons, such as buying food or medicine. That's all to limit the spread of the coronavirus. So that's why you cannot do mass, big group of people, church, they cannot do that no more. So several priests have been, um, how say, reprima- how say, reprimanded by authority for going ahead with funerals, while all public events are banned, according to local media. This is happening in Campania and Veneto too. Uh, meanwhile, um, a couple in the northern Piemonte region have been charged for meeting up, or how you call it in English, hooking up in a car, while a cyclist uh, was fined over the end of the last month after taking his bike into the sea to avoid the police checks. So, Tara sanction for those who break the rules have been brought in by the government. So, the, right, the fine raised to between 400 up to 3,000 euros. So it's um, not going around. So and, basically they're, they're, they're like even not making sure that the priests, that the priests are not right. uh, going out and like, you know, doing anything, talking to anybody. I mean, um, there's, there's, I mean, obviously it, it, Italy has had the worst of this of, of anyone. Um, but, um, you know, I can understand, but, but think about this. So that's funny. I mean, in some ways, I understand what you know, where they're getting to, and I know. I was reading the New York Times that the priests were like uh, going around Italy trying to help people and stuff at times, but they were, and the Pope, you know, was saying a lot of them have become infected, unfortunately. So uh, you know, um, they're even keeping the you know even finding the priests. But can you imagine the second part of that? You're hooking up in a car, okay? Fine. I mean, God knows that we all, you know, I mean, now I'm not worried about it. I'm married, you're married. But, you know, if you're a single person out there, you're missing your main squeeze, right? So you yeah. finally get together, you hook it up in a car, off on Lover's Lane somewhere, and the police are banging on your door because, you know, they uh, tell you, you got to do this, right? So don't, worry. so don't worry about this TD. What about the coronavirus right now? That's what you have to worry about, okay? Yeah, Worry about the cops banging on your door. By the way, come back to the argument with the priest. I think it's pretty sad, don't you think? Because that's when you need more to see none a priest in the street. You have to go door by door, but in the street to give hope to people. Is that's what it was doing? Madre Teresa. When it was yeah. these kids oh, that were yeah. dying, exactly. he was in the street helping. So we should have the same imprint, you know. We should have priests do their own work. They do it right. I don't. I won't give us the fine to those priests because they do exactly what they call to do in the beginning with. So I don't say to go by the door, but just stay in the street and say, hey, "Everything will be fine. Support the people. I pray for mm-hmm. you." It's nothing right. wrong with that. That's what I'm saying. I think I, know. I understand. I understand. Okay. Well, so well, now let's talk about something positive here. Okay. Rather than people getting arrested in their cars because these poor people are trying to hook up because, you know, they haven't had any amore for a while. Okay. So oh, let's yeah. talk about the miracle fountain of Italy. Okay. There's a miracle fountain of Italy. Okay. This is in a town called Fiuggi, which is southeast of Rome. Okay. And this is a report by a CNN cameraman who was there doing a whole thing on this, okay? Mm. It's about the water there. Now, he's not talking about, like, you know, something's wrong with the water, just the opposite. The water there is like a veritable fountain of youth. It's been drunk there by for centuries by people, including popes, princes. I mean, every all the monarchs in Italy have been drinking this water since the days of Rome, 
Okay. Right. And so he wanted to check out what was the whole deal about the water. So he went to a house. Hmm. They have a functioning cistern there that dates back to the Roman times. It's like 2,000 years old. All right. And apparently, um, this water is famous because if you have kidney stones, it's supposed to get rid of your kidney stones. Okay. Right. I mean, it even went so far as like Pope Boniface. Uh, in the 12th century, got rid of all his kidney stones. Michelangelo, the water there, got rid of all of his kidney stones. Even today, pre, you know, people are being sent there by their doctors to drink this water because it has such an, a healing effect. And it, it really just totally gets rid of your, your kidney stones. A modern priest, Catholic priest, Father Julio, who, he just went there recently. He said he had 41 years of kidney stones, okay? Oh, wow. He says he was very skeptical at first, but... He, he drank the water for a few days and all of the stones passed. And he says it's truly a miracle. Okay. But get this. But get this. Here's something for Jeff. Is Jeff in the room? I know Jeff was wandering around there. Okay. He's here. So Jeff, he just brought me a drink. He left. All right, Jeff, this is something for you and me. It doesn't only help with kidney stones, mm. it's supposed to help men with their prostate gland. Okay. Oh. So it kind of keeps you young at every age, if you know what I'm talking about, right? Right, they, right. They call this stuff liquid Viagra. I oh. mean, are you kidding me? This was confirmed by a lady named Lucia, who is yeah. of a mature age, said she came there, you know, to drink the water because of her kidney stones. Mm-hmm. But then her husband came and joined her because the water made him more sexually active at his age. Oh, hey, boy. It sounds like my kind of a drink, you know? <laughs> I'm going to try to remember what to bring you next time, like a present. A water get, give me that water from Fuji. Mayor Fuji. I want the water from Fuji. You know? Oh, yes, yes. People go out buy toilet paper. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy a bunch. I'm going to buy cases of this stuff and store it up forever. Hey, I heard the steam water in Calabria, which is the San Francisco of theirs. It's a famous saint. Same thing. Have the water go down from there from natural spring thing. And they say they do the same thing. So All right, well, don't you know. worry about it. If you finish that, now you know you can get me. Now you know you can get me for my birthday. All right. That's what oh, yeah. I'm saying. We got All right. it. All right. You got coffee. So uh now, folks, we're gonna play you our, a little bit of our song of the week. We got a great show coming up here today. Because as you know, later in the show, uh, our artist of the week is uh Joe Bonamassa, the great Italian American guitar player. We're going to play some of his music in a little bit, and he's going to. We have a live interview we're going to be playing uh, here for you uh, at the uh, half hour. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka flavored vodka, smooth and gluten free. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance, fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my my friend Frank Isernio said, All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast, Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy. Based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. 
Yes, on Ruston Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. And we are back at the West Coast Italian Radio here with bringing you the Italian Radio Show. Um, of course, this is my favorite segment coming up now, other than the fact that we got to do this remotely so I don't get to eat it like I used to when she would bring it to the studio. But it's our food and our beverage segment brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Our wonderful sponsor who does so much for our community, especially for veterans and for different animal causes. We love Tito's. Folks, If I know you're all sequestered. Right now they say that around the world they are having record drinking. There's oh, record boy. alcohol sales. People are staying inside. They're drinking. They're not driving. They're just enjoying themselves, watching a good movie. So, you know, when you're having your cocktail tonight, have yourself some Tito's because it's a wonderful, wonderful vodka, very unique. And it, goes well with anything you got. That's right. So now, what do we have for our recipe of the week today? So, traditional, we have, like, type of like a panettone, right? Wait a minute. Wait, this is, you got this in a box. I thought you were to make this. Uh, I thought you were to make this. Attention, little bit. Look at here. The box is closed. I didn't open. Ah, uh-huh. I made my homemade Colombo. Oh, are you dead? Well, she, all right, all right, you're you're forgiven. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, but, but you can buy this uh, Colombo. This is La Colombo, which Columba. is the uh, Colombo Pasquale, the Easter cake. Mm-hmm. It's, it could be called Colombo di Pasqua, which is oh. technically the Easter dove. Oh. So I'm assuming oh. you can if you go like the uh, PFI or one of Everywhere. those places, you can get it. Yep. You can even find it on Amazon. You can Google it. It will come out. You can order it. So, so this is a traditional Easter bread. That two, there are two things really traditional in Italy to do. La okay. colomba, this yeah. thing, or la classica pastiera napoletana. Okay. Pastiera napoletana is really famous. All Italy do that is really good. But uh, like I say, for me, I always stay with the classic uh, really light because right. pretty heavy. It's really good. And as I understand it, the, the meaning of this in Italy mm-hmm. is a symbol of love and peace. Yes? Yeah, because the dog, the yeah, bird, yeah. right? That's why the form is like a dove, if you look this. this it way. is like kind of like a dove or even like a cross. Right. Even a like cross a cross a little bit. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, so yeah. you bring it for peace and love to people or you open for the day for the reason. Um, so, so how do you make it? Really simple. I was so happy. You know, the only things I say to people, if you have to order the form for make the dove, please order it now because after the holiday, you're not going to find it. I have a hard time. I didn't have the form. So I work with the aluminum and, uh, you know, make the form by myself. Aluminum. Let me translate that, folks. That's aluminum. Aluminum. We're trying to get you to focus. Aluminum. You know, I have two language. That's what happened when I speak two language. I'm burning them. Anyway. All right. So you, you made your own form then in other ways. Yeah. 
really see, yes, yeah, really yeah. people, I was really happy. Doesn't come that high like the regular because I put less yeast things, which is fine, but it was really good. So right. three eggs, you gotta separate the eggs from the white yolk, the red yolk, separate them. And you have two different balls because one with the white eggs, you work on that, you put it aside. And the red one is where you're gonna work all the ingredients. Like you need a um, sugar, uh, zest or lemon and orange. That's you need a um, flour or soy right, right. or milk. So you have all the steps to do, okay? All those, so you mix it really good. In the end of the cream, you can decide if you want um, uh, dry fruit, Use this that way. And then you put in the mold, yes? Right, in the mold, and then you add, <laughs> remember, in the mold, in the end, you put the thick granule, how you call it, the sugar, the thick Oh, yeah, yeah, the thick, the, yeah, the thick and sugar. And the almond yeah, yeah, yeah. on top. That's so you it. Put, you put the sugar in the album, and then you yeah. bake it. So you bake it in the mold, yes? Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. You bake it at, three, at 375 for 40 minutes. Could and be a little like, longer, depend for the oven. So yes, then, it's, then it's like a it's like a dessert then, right? You yeah, eat oh, an yeah. after meal for a dessert. Yes, yeah. yes. Usually yeah. it's like after or the big meal, the feast, everything you eat a Pasqua or Pasquetta, like today is Pasquetta, uh, because yes, it was Easter. Today is Pasquetta, so today you should you have like a dessert. You can do like a you know, coffee afternoon with a piece of um. Uh, right. Uh, so, so did you uh, did you make this and you have it with with your family for yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. I made it a little bit different because I didn't want grocery, so I used whatever I have at home. Right, and right. Instead of dry fruit, I put in chocolate chips inside. Gotcha, gotcha. You love it. Oh my god, this is so that's good. great. What? Well, so I, when we get all through this, we'll I'll, I'll have mm -hmm. to. We'll, you know, we'll come to my house. We'll do some cooking and we'll. Or we'll go to your house, whatever. We'll all do catching cooking together. It. We'll have fun, you know. We're catching on all this because it was fun to do. Really simple. Doesn't take too long. You know, I was thinking, I was like, what choose this or choose the Napoletana pastiera? But did you read how to make the Napoletana pastiera? That is not easy. It's really good, but it's really difficult. Yeah, yeah. So, well, so, you know, uh, while you've been cooking, <laughs> of course, I've been spending a lot of time playing the guitar. Oh Okay. Oh, really? Um, you know, I have all this time here, so I've been learning a bunch of new stuff, new things. And uh -huh. so interestingly today, you know, we were talking about, you know, who to have on the show. Right. I, I was very disappointed that in the month of March, hmm. Joe Bonamassa was supposed to come to Seattle, do a concert. And of course, it got canceled on account of the quarantine right. here. So okay. I was really, really disappointed because I've always wanted to see him live. I've never seen him live. And I was looking forward to the show. Um, hopefully they're going to reschedule. I don't know when, but you know, wonderful, wonderful artist here. Now this is an Italian American guy who um, he was born in 1977. So he's about uh, 20 years younger than me. Um, and you know, he started at the age of 12. He was opening mm -hmm. for BB King. He actually started playing guitar when he was like four years old, because his father wow. was a musician, his father owned a music store. Okay. So he started at the age of, of four years old and he would listen to people like Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck, a lot of the ones that I love. And of course, BB King who was his greatest influence. He's become one of the greatest blues guitar players of all time. He, he also sings, has a very nice voice, but he's really known for his guitar player. And he's had 11 number one songs on the billboard blues charts he sold 
millions and millions of records. Oh, wow. um, and, you know, they still own that music store that his father had when he was a kid. And now it's almost like a museum because he has an extensive, extensive collection of vintage guitars and amplifiers. What really made me feel yeah. good when I was reading all this stuff about him was, um, you know, of all of these these different things he plays, his favorite amplifier is the Fender Twin, which I play a Fender right. Twin amplifier. Now, of course, his is a little different version than right. mine, but still a Fender Twin, which is a great, great amplifier for rock and roll for blues. Um, he has over a thousand guitars and amplifiers, if you can believe that, a whole museum. So I thought it'd be a lot of fun for us to feature his music here Um and so I'm going to play you just a short clip before we go to our commercial break here, a short clip. He did a wonderful concert at the uh, Royal Albert Hall okay. in London. Okay. Where interestingly, one of his, um, one of his influence was Eric Clapton. And if you remember cream, when Eric Clapton was with cream, they did a great concert there. So here is an edit of uh, Joe Bonamasso, at Royal Albert Hall, the beginning of his concert, just to give you an idea of the excitement that you can expect from this guy. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? 
Uh, she's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Yo, buona mazza. So, buona mazza. the first one that you put in is my age. Finally, great. Finally. I, love it. <laughs> I tell you what, you know, but 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 you see, and I can tell you why. I mean, my mm-hmm. wife, my wife complains because I got like 20 guitars and right. I got like like 10 amps. Okay. This guy has a thousand Thousands. guitars and amps. And you know why? Because he's single. No, no, he has a girlfriend. He, he has a girlfriend. <laughs> that doesn't count. I mean, he could send her home at the end of the night, you know. He yeah. has, he's, he can do what he wants to do. God bless him, you know? I'm just saying, you know? I'm Think just saying. Where he, where he put all those guitars? Tell me. Well, what, it, what, well, well, okay. Well, it said that, so remember I told you that when he, when he was a kid, mm-hmm. he started playing the guitar because his father uh, owned a music store, okay? Right. And so now they've since turned this music store into... Um, a museum. It had to like his museum, right? So and he's from Utica, New York. Another good boy from upstate New York, just like me. Utica, New York. Okay, so they got the museum there that mm-hmm. used to be the music store. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's probably where I saw his guitar. He literally, he literally has a thing called Les Paul Bursts. Les Paul Bursts. Now that? these burst guitars are like the most expensive guitars oh. in the world. I mean, we're talking like, I remember seeing this in a thing a while back. One of them was like $54,000 for oh, a wow. guitar. I mean, they are really expensive guitars. Yeah, yeah. However, he's a really great guy. He's very down to earth. He has his head on right, you know, for a guy who's such a major, um, major celebrity, major musician who started so young, you know, you, a lot of guys, you know, they start young, they get screwed up like Michael Jackson. Some of them, you know, they have problems. This guy seemed like he must have, cause he's Italian. He's Italian American. He had good parenting, obviously that mm-hmm. raised him up well. And so he seems like he has his head on right. So I'd like to play you in a pre-recorded interview that Hi. we uh, got uh, given to us. This is uh, given to us by the courtesy of uh, one of our um, sister um, media companies, Blues Rock Review, where Joe Bonamassa is going to tell you about the meaning of life. This interview was done last August 2019. All right, Eric, hit it. For some people, it's the pursuit of wealth, influence, and notoriety. For me, it's the pursuit of guitars, music, and the occasional Cuban cigar. There's two things that I I think, one good and one bad about social media. One, the positive. The positive is, is with the, it's basically free. You know, you could, you could sign up for it and, and you start with the first follower and you get as many as you can and and hopefully there are real followers that that are just interested in what you're doing and and you know participate and and you could you could market yourself and and get out there to the entire world 
without actually having to get out there and be in the entire world. So, you know, there's some people that have just made great careers being YouTube players or and all of a sudden, you know, they can go pack a place in Japan. You're like, well, how do they figure out about me? Well, they watch me on YouTube. You know what I mean? Or they watch me on Instagram for one minute. Now, that's that's the positive side of it. The positive side is the ability to get out there and network and market yourself to the entire globe, to, to like-minded individuals from Tokyo to Barcelona to Moscow to South Africa to Lincoln, Nebraska. Everybody, there's always a guitar fan somewhere that I found. The, the negative is what that does is as you grow in profile and as you as you surpass your 10,000 hours, as you surpass your 20,000 hours, all of a sudden, Les Paul Lover 59 thinks they have as much to say and as loud a voice as you do, but you've put in 20,000 hours and they just sit there and they participate as a viewer. And they try to start pylons and they, 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 they troll and they go negative and they, and they, and they, attack people for what they A, don't have any concept of what's going on, B, don't have the wherewithal to even try it, or the balls to do it in the first place. That to me is really, now everybody doesn't have to agree with you, and not, not everybody has to, doesn't have to like it, then just shut it off. There's no reason to go on somebody's you know, page or, or their feed or whatever and, and try to tear down their hard work whether you agree with it or not and it is it is it's in the the forum cultures it's in the it's in the comment pages and it's in it's in just about every aspect of our society the reality is is people that are somewhere in this business have worked extremely hard and nobody's been handed anything and they continue to work extremely hard. Now, whether you like that particular kind of music or not shouldn't matter to you at all because it doesn't take away from the hard work and, and the dedication that they had to get to where they are. So my opinion is if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. You don't have to like it. It's a bit of stunt guitar, though. It... it it's a bit, of, and, and I'm as guilty as of it as, as well. You, you get one minute to just rip anything that comes to mind. Well, that's cool because it's a it's stunt guitar. It's like Evil Knievel jumping the fountain at Caesar's Palace. Okay, me included. I don't hear a song anywhere. You know, I don't I don't hear the next Layla coming out of him. You know, it, it's one of the things is, is is being able to play is the first step. Putting an act together. A set of tunes, whether you write them or not, um, and being able to connect to an audience. Those are the other three steps that are required for it to be an entire package. And if you have 60,000 followers or 60 million followers, it doesn't matter, or 6,000 or 600 or 6. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, if you have the enthusiasm and you the and the ability to put together an act that 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 drives in its own lane, has its own sound, and can most importantly connects with the audience, then then you can use social media to your own, to to a, a very to to a great advantage. I know musicians, songwriters in Nashville that have had 25, 30 million 
spins on Spotify or Pandora or wherever they think. And then it got a check as a principal writer for the song, $750. Now you tell me how that pays the bills. Good for the consumer. I'm not going to argue with that. But the minute they they are now systematically telling people that creativity and artwork is free. Devaluing it. Keep devaluing it. And they and then they go back retroactively and say, We paid you too much last year. Really? You paid us too much. You got an eight billion dollar company basically off the broken backs of the songwriters and the musicians and the people that play on the records and the pro- producers and everything else like that. You got this billion dollar valuation. And you're sitting there in Silicon Valley going, wow, we just built a better mousetrap for everyone. And you're telling me that by paying the songwriters and musicians basically Shylock rates, you're better off borrowing the money from the Russians on Santa Monica Boulevard, okay? You're telling me that's better? And you're telling me you paid us too much? When the last time I checked, Producing a record costs exactly the same as it did in 1990. The studio time costs exactly as the same as it did in 1990. The musicians cost exactly as much as they did in 1990. And the physical product costs about as much as it did back in the day. So you tell me how that actually helps. Oh, well, you got 50 million spins. Maybe you get a clothes company to give you a free pair of jeans, and they'll sponsor your Instagram page. I... It's if you want to go down that road, that's that's fine, and I know people monetize that lifestyle, but that's that's the Kardashianification of music, and that to me doesn't work. It doesn't it doesn't work long term because the bottom's going to fall out. People can't afford to record, <laughs> you know. If you're gonna if they're gonna get you know a check for eighty eight dollars. You know, for would have been if it was terrestrial radio, be the tens of thousands. You know what I mean? For the same amount of plays, I just I don't I don't see how that works long term. You make more with less. You basically have to truncate your business and scale your business to where it makes sense. Like you know, like when you go out on a tour, you have to budget a tour. You have to know how to budget a tour. You have to know how to stay on that budget, and you, you have to plan for oh my God, something something something's going to cost more than I think because it's always going to cost more. You're going to get hit for something. And independently, you know, you have to never let down, uh, ne- never stop the marketing. You have to advertise yourself. You have to go put yourself um, in front of folks. Put yourself online. Put yourself and advertise. And, and if you if you able to sell some records, put the money back into the marketing. Don't just go, I just got a windfall, and now I'm on easy street. Well, if you take some and make sure your light bill is paid, but you want to then double down and go, no, I'm going to try to market this a little to, to more people. And that is one of, the, one of the few positive things about Spotify and Pandora and all those streaming sites is is the fact that you are discovered through other people's networking, that's a that's the one the one positive thing that, you, that comes from that. There, there's a lot of negatives as well. We had a guitar program in our school when I grew up. Started in the third or fourth grade, and this is back when there was public funding. It was a little bit more 
ample for music and the arts. We had two music teachers. We had an elementary school music teacher, and we had a, a high school music teacher. And both schools were all uh, amalgamated. It, was, it wasn't separate. And there was a guitar program, and it started in third and fourth grade. And, and now this was 30 years ago or more. This is when I was in seven or eight years old, so it's more than that. It's 35 years ago. And as, I, as we saw, public funding for music programs in schools has degraded to the point where either they're shutting them down and they're just, they're more, mostly test-taking factories. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, and, and sometimes you lose sight of why or what makes education great. It's the diversity of what you're learning. Maybe you won't be a professional guitar player, but having music in your lives or having some sort of music in your lives is critically important for other things. It, it, it widens your, 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 your input list and it, in your vocational vocabulary is much greater. So the problem is, is that you can't rely on the, on the city, local, or state, federal governments. They, they're just squeezed for as far as they can. So we said, just took it upon ourselves. And we started this thing called the Keeping the Blues Alive Foundation. And we give out money. We raise money. And we give out money to schools on a weekly basis. And we don't care if they're going to use it for blues, but we, it doesn't matter. It's music is the, music is the thing. We've done these blues cruises now five years, and initially I was I was a little bit like I'm not sure if anybody's going to show up for this. But as we got booked, we we booked people for them, and and you know it created like this little community. And at first it just was a list of just the people I respected and and liked and friends of mine, and just I was like, well, if if nobody shows up, or at least we're going to hang, you know. And now it's our fifth year, sold out, and now we're doing two of them. And, you know, it's important because it also, it also gives a platform for me to somebody else's audience and vice versa. You know, like we, you know, there's, there's, a, we've had everyone from JD Simo, who's fantastic, Larkin Poe, who's fantastic, um, you know, uh, Tyler Bryant, all these, Guys and, and ladies and 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 you know uh, Josh Smith and Kirk Fletcher's on it almost every year, and we have this community of artists that that at this point done it enough times to where where people come to see the the collaborations that come about, not just the regular headline sets. Everybody's got a headline set they do on a Tuesday, but it's what it's what formulates in that time on the boat. You know, it's like hey, come see me. I ain't a problem. It's because it, it, at the end of the day, there's enough room for everybody in the community. At the end of the day, there's enough um, there's enough fans of this. They just don't have to be my fans. They they everybody comes to our shows. They you see them. They go to country shows. They go to rock shows. They go to they don't just listen to the blues. I don't just listen to the blues. Nobody does. You know, I know very few people that only, I only listen to blues music. That's 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 unheard of, you know. So, the fact that if we can help, you know, you know, like, you know, if we can help out JD Simo get in front of an audience, you know, because because I know our fans would love JD Simo. They're not gonna not come to my gigs because they like JD Simo. It's 
it's specious reasoning. It, it actually actually helps build a community of folks that that are you know you they, they talk and and they network and they and they they go check this guy out, check that guy out, you know. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy, based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And we are back here at West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show. My name is Tony Lestola. Of course, you all know that. And with a lovely Marcia Capito. I might add, she still is broadcasting out of her bedroom. Okay. Oh, come on. You can't oh, you know, no, 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 You know, I'm saying just, you know, what can you Anything do? can tell you. These you Italian girls, girl. what can you do? Oh, Mamma mia, you know? Oh, you know, the people that do interview with a nice top, a beloved, they're in yeah. Come on now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So looking. We have decided not to do the, uh, the events today because... Really, we, uh, you know, we've been doing events, telling you about summer events and fall events. But at this point, until they, uh, we know when they're going to reopen the state, we are not entirely 100% certain when, uh, you know, when that's going to happen. So, we'll, I mean, we'll keep hitting on these events as we go, but uh, we're probably not going to do much of those until we have a definitive answer on that. But instead, let's talk about Easter. Um, you know, we have our Italian phrase of the day. And so I thought it'd be fun just to do some Italian Easter phrases. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have that up in front of you there, Marcia? Yes, of course. I'm prepared. All right, so when you, uh, I'm going to read it in English first, and then oh. you read it in Italian, okay? Oh, so, of course, the basic thing is Happy Easter. Buona Pasqua. There you go. Pretty straightforward. Of course, and before Easter, we have all this stuff coming up here. We have, of course, Lent. So how do you say Lent in Italian? Mm-hmm. La Quaresima. La Quaresima. Now, interesting. Quaresima sounds like it came from quarantine. Quaresima. It is. You know? So you feel like, hey, what what appropriate thing. We're quarantined for Lent, you know? But now it's Easter. We're supposed to be rising up, you know? Mamma mia, okay? I know. All right. So now we're moving on. For There was then Palm Sunday. How do you say Palm Sunday? Domenica delle Palme. Pretty straightforward. Domenica delle Palme, okay? Uh-huh. Of course, you had Good Friday. Venerdì Santo. Venerdì Santo, 
Holy Saturday. Sabato Santo. Sabato Santo. And of course, Easter, which is La Pascua, right? Romania right. Pascua, yes. So then since, um, now some of these things I'm looking at here and I'm wondering, I know these are American, you know, or even Italian American things we did growing up as kids, but like, do they have the Easter bunny in, uh, in Italy? Do they have an Easter bunny? No, we don't have that. No. Don't got no Easter. Okay. So, but how do you say, how do you say Easter bunny? Easter bunny, uh, uh, coniglio di, di Pasqua, coniglio di Pasqua. All right, so basically that's, it's, that's about what we got here because they pulled these off the Italian-American website and they say conigli, coniglietto, coniglietto Pasquale. Pasquale. But it's oh, yeah, like, yeah. little, coniglio di Pasqua. Yeah, yeah, so we already talked about uh, uh, La Colomba, the uh, Easter cake. Easter. Uh, do they, do they like, in, in Italy, do they color their Easter eggs? Yeah, uh, no, really, we don't. The only eggs we have that we have right here on the fries is the chocolate uh, eggs. The chocolate eggs, yeah, That's yeah. It. All right, all right. Now they do. I'm sure they started to painting, boil eggs, a lot of right. things they'll do about in the past. No, oh, okay. So how do you say chocolate egg in, in Easter? Well, we call it uovo di Pasqua. Translation: uovo di cioccolato. Uovo di cioccolato, but an Easter egg. Is Wolva di Pasqua, yeah. Wolva di Pasqua. Everybody know if you call it Wolva di Pasqua, the Pasqua, they will understand better. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And then uh, just the basic thing, if you want to wish somebody, you know, wish them a happy Easter, mm -hmm. what do you say to them? Vorrei augurarti buona Pasqua. Again? Vorrei augurarti buona Pasqua. There you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, I, I, it was interesting. I, um, I listened yesterday to the Easter Mass. Uh-huh. Did you? Good yeah, I did. And, 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 you know, I've been, you know, I, I try to, since we have had Holy Week here, I try to do all the Holy Week stuff, at least online, so I can feel like some, uh, you know, some semblance of normality. Right. Obviously, you can't take communion or anything, but at least you can, you know, be there in spirit, right? Yeah, right. And uh, interestingly, the, the sermon where the priest uh, was uh, talking, the sermon yesterday, he said something that I thought was very profound. Okay. He said, you know, he said, well, now this Easter is a little different than the past Easter's because, you know, I remember all my life Easter, you know, when you're a little kid, of course, you know, you're going to church. If you're an Italian-American kid, I remember we spent like from Holy Thursday to Easter Sunday, we were either in church or we were eating. That's all we did. Right. You go to church or you eat, right? Right. Um, but he said, it's interesting. Um this Easter Sunday, there's none of that going on. I mean, no one can go to church. All the churches, you know, worldwide, all the synagogues, every place you go is closed, right? Right. Um, so people are just, you know, they're doing it online. They're celebrating. And he said, how how much this is like the first Easter? Mm -hmm. Just think of the first Easter. There wasn't, you know, I mean, Jesus was dead. They put him in the ground. They thought that was it. The first Easter, the women were just basically going to visit the tomb. And, you know, voila, there he is, you know. So it's like the first Easter where there's not a lot of fan for it. It really does make you think of it more in a simple way of more spiritual, you know, of a more mm -hmm. spiritual meaning, I think. What, what do you think? I think so. This is, a, like I say, it's hard for us because it's something completely different. But yeah. you know what? We're learning how it was in the past. In the past, past, past I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You stay in, but think about yourself, what you did right, what you did wrong, all the scene, everything. This is something like that. You're and gonna it's spent time, time with your family, and, you know. So right. there's a lot to be said when we look back at this 
of their, you know, their, I guess if there's some benefits that's going to come out of this, this pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. we always have to try to find something, right, that is good. It's at least the fact that we've all re reunited with our families. We've reunited with perhaps a simpler life mm-hmm. where we can really think about the real meaning of things and the value of things rather than all the commercialization, you know? You make me think that one Italian uh, proverb that we say, non tutti mali vengono per nuocere. You know what it means? What do I mean? Not all the bad things come to hurt you. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Sometimes... <laughs> Or, or like we say in America, sometimes huh. you got to look for the, the uh, silver cline, the silver lining in the cloud, you know? It's the same thing, exactly. Like I say, it's not easy, but we learn it from, come back to the basic. No running, start to enjoy it, you know, take your time, stop. That's right, power. that's right. We don't do that no more. Think about it. Now we're doing that. So, you know what? I love this. I have to be honest with you. I feel bad for what's going on, but it's training us and my kids to stop, to slow it yeah, down. Yeah, so and it gets you refocused on what's important, you know, your husband, your wife, your kids, right. your families, you know. I mean, you know, I miss my uh, my parents. My parents are quite elderly, so my sister and I have tried not to go to see uh, them because you never know, right? Uh, no so, one uh, you know, but I miss them, and it's, it just gives you a new perspective on things. And I, I just want to say, because we only have about a one minute left here, a happy Easter, a happy springtime to all the people out there, everybody who's sequestered out there. And, you know, um, just, you know, pay attention to those things that are really important. Another thing, please help the local restaurant. You know what I mean? Make yeah, sure yeah. order some time, something, take out some food where you live. So you can help your own restaurant, a small, you know, um, Recently, you want to make sure they stay open when you come back. We can go back out. Exactly. So. God bless everybody. Happy Easter from uh, West Coast Time Radio. We'll be back next week with a brand new show. Buona Pasquetta. Ciao.